Hi, my name is David. My name is Robert. And we are here recording Area 300 podcast episode number three with a twist. Today we are talking with Jakob, the money guy. We approach some of the topics that you would never expect to talk about on this podcast. We talk about philosophy, we talk about some controversial stuff, we talk about money, cryptocurrency, we talk about Area 300 events that we're gonna have starting next week. So stay tuned for some awesome. <laughs> My name is Jakob Lotko in Danish and currently I'm working as a teacher. Mm-hmm. My profession is a I like to call myself ambitious project manager and concept developer, meaning if you give me a product or a service and I will build a world around it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, my background is in business and different kinds of concepts I've been working with all my life. Yeah, multimedia design, concept development. That's as far as my journey has taken me on the educational road so far. A shitload of life experience, in my own opinion, a lot to share. Mm-hmm. And you had some freelancing jobs, right? Yeah, So you worked as a freelancer. Yeah, definitely. I have worked with different companies doing different kind of things. Graphical work, like some coding, some websites, consulting. Also just about IT and project management. Uh, Mm -hmm. How to manage your company and and do your thing the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Optimization and optimization. It's my thing. And how, how did you start on this journey? Like you woke up one day and you said, I want to be an ambitious project manager. <laughs> or it was like something from your past experiences. I mean, first thing ever I, I wanted to be was uh, a Navy lawyer because of that show a on Navy TV lawyer. called Jack. You know, I thought these lawyers, they were just the shit. Mm-hmm. But I kind of fell away from that and then... No public school, I think it's called, yeah. Um, everybody was going to do some kind of craftsmanship or mm. or high school. And I just decided, you know, I wanted to use my mind and not my hands, even though I, I have a real passion for carpentry and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I started uh, business school and I'm going to be honest, like the only reason I, I, I actually completed it was because my grandmother had to see one of her grandkids... Uh, get a diploma before she died mm. or else I wouldn't have been here today. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Where would you end up? Uh, some kind of uh, worker. Worker. Yeah. Working with my hands, carpentry, masonry, some kind of thing because I like to build things. Hopefully I would have advanced into a management position by now yeah. if, if that would have been my road. But but it's also it's also like closely correlated to like building your own company and you had your own company. Yeah. So Maybe if you could share the like a backstory, what like, the backstory bro- brought you to building your own company in such a like young age. Yeah, I mean, and what did you do actually? I mean, if if we gotta take it to the origin, uh, it was in business school. I knew that I I had to work for myself. I had to be my own boss. I just didn't know with what. That was it. I, I was on the entrepreneur line in business school, so my my passions correlated with what I was studying. And uh, yeah, and I just, after that education, I, I took a year off uh, to work and I worked at a glue factory and I just realized that, fuck that, never, ever again am I going to be somebody's <laughs> bitch like that, you know, <laughs> going to be doing the hard work for someone else to be making a shitload of money. That money belongs in my pocket, mm-hmm. not everybody else's. So yeah, and, and then I started multimedia design and, and then I realized how I could make money, you know, and these, all these different kind of things. And I just made a company and I just 
had no fucking clue what I what I was doing, and I I learned as it went on. Yeah, basically. But then, how did you get the clients, for example? The clients, well, I'm 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 one hell of a, a salesman, so uh, I just <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I, I just I just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fake it till you make it, right? I mean, I, 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 that's my. I, I live. I live by that shit. It's um, word of mouth. Basically, I have some a website up at some point, and and I just have a, a huge network. So basically, I haven't done much advertising. Also, because I was studying and I had a part-time job in the same time, so I had to make time for everything. So yeah, the the balance is hard when you want to do a lot of things. But I would imagine as a freelancer, as a young entrepreneur, you faced yourself with a lot of problems, right? And most of the people react to the problem itself while you have a different type of mentality. Could you elaborate a bit about that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, a lot of people, they, they look at challenges as if they are problems. Mm -hmm. I just look at them as they are challenges and then I find a solution meaning that my way of thinking is solution based and not problem based mm -hmm. so every time I, I see an obstacle or a challenge it's it's never a problem for me I just have to figure out how to get past this point mm -hmm. and and that's what I'm always talking about with friends family and you know familiars and, and students and everybody who's just who wants to listen when I when I say something I, I find valuable. Basically, the main root of everything I'm, I'm preaching. Mm. And where did it start? Like, when did you realize this, the difference between problem-based thinking and solution-based thinking? Poverty, man. <laughs> like, the, the lack of money. My family, we, we didn't have no money. My mom, she usually jokes, like, we're not poor, but, you know, you have the poor people and then you have the middle class. Yeah, we were just above the poor people. We just entered the middle class. Mm -hmm. So uh, with computers and I, I love technology and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I couldn't get the, the expensive shit, you know. Mm -hmm. So so I had to learn how to build them and, and scavenge parts and build my own computer and, and make my own tech to be at somewhat the same level as everybody else. Mm -hmm. and, and that's basically where it started. So... Every time I was faced with a, a, a problem or a challenge, I just had to solve it because there was no money to get it. And, and if it required money, I had to do something to make that money. Mm -hmm. so, so in fact, you had you had another challenge just to be able to fix this challenge or... Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then that, that's the approach uh, I do with everything. I, I have my end goal and then I kind of backtrack the process. Uh, what do I need to do to get there? And then you will have milestones, like main big problems you need to solve along the way before you get to the mm -hmm. goal. So you actually apply project management into your own life? Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. All it, right. It's a lifestyle. I'm teaching it to my younger brothers as well. And, and the youngest one, he's actually picking up on this technique, trying to get his life in order because you want to be a musician and, and study and still make money. And How do you sort of spin these things around to other people? Because it's you kind of make your own logic inside your head. And as you said, you had your own problems. You faced them, you challenged yourself and you made it true. But... How do you pass on this knowledge? How do you teach your brother? How do you teach your students these things that for some people might seem illogical? Well, first of all, I make every aspect of my life seem very easy. Meaning that when people look at me, they're like, this motherfucker, how can he... Like, everything he touches just... Turns into gold? 
sometimes mm. and, and and other times it's like well he he figured it out you know and, and he's always in kind of a good mood and mm. and and trying to be a nice guy and, and that's what i'm just doing you know of course nobody's happy all the time but we cry when we get home right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when nobody sees us <laughs> nobody sees yeah. it but yeah but what's the secret behind it i mean we, we can see you like every single day and you are the same every single day It was the secret to make it and everything in order. Even on Mondays. Even on Mondays, damn. Just like, yeah, waking up thinking if if I don't do this today, then I'm not gonna reach my goal tomorrow or next week. So I have an overall plan. I have a place in life where I want to get to, and and mm -hmm. before I can get to this point, I need to do some some shit, some some things I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you just gotta do. It. Do what you gotta do to get where you want to be. But now there's a there's a, a school of thought in a, in well, if you can say so. Some people believe that you shouldn't take life so seriously, and by not taking it so seriously, you kind of are able to get into that mood because you're not affected by these things. But at the same time, you say that you're taking things quite serious and then you manage them and you have a end goal so it's very logical based very reason based while as other people have more of i'm gonna just go with the flow what, what do you think about this discrepancy see that that's the big misunderstanding because while what i say seems like i'm very methodical and very structured and i mean i have i have this saying i should almost get it tattooed on my forehead like life is your the world is your playground Mm -hmm. don't take life seriously i don't take anything seriously mm -hmm. at all except my own progress i take that very seriously mm -hmm. but i i have a if, if you don't have fun along the way then what's it all worth mm -hmm. i mean I, i could get to where i want to be a lot faster than than what i'm doing right now but it wouldn't be fun and i need fun in my life that, that's how i stay happy Insane. 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 Yes, exactly. Hmm. I mean, because if if everything is just full on work all the time, then you die. We. I'm, I mean, yeah. for real. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't born to be an ant. You know, I wasn't born to work forever until, until I die. No, mm. sorry. Until I can retire, yeah. and then I'm getting ready to die. That's just not my goal in life. It's basically just, it's not about the goal itself, it's about the journey, you know, it's like a cliche thing, but the older I get, the more I realize that's just the truth and try to be good, try to be nice, you know, do, do the best you can with the people that surround you mm -hmm. because it's, everything else is just a waste, you know, religious people talk about hell and heaven and shit like that, but in my opinion hell is is here on earth you know it's your thoughts it's it's the people you leave behind it's the people you fuck over and you feel guilty you know you gotta mm. live with that shit the rest of your life mm. that's my opinion so i try not to do that mm. i try to be a good person like my actions they, they should act accordingly you know mm. so yeah. even though you as you said you know you you need to get to that place of yours it's not all right to get to that place stepping on other people's head so what you're trying to do is kind of stir your way through the crowd to be able to find your place basically yeah 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 i i have uh, another mantra i have shitloads of those but it's like t-shirts coming soon yeah <laughs> um you can find the only the thing in in life that matters is good people and good experiences 
Mm-hmm. Everything else is just some kind of noise, you know. And and negative people and people that do no good to the people around them or their surroundings, I I just try to avoid them. It's it's interesting because as some other people perceive you, you are the guy known as Jakob the money guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and in in a way I think that's a very superficial way of presenting someone. It's yeah. fun, but still uh why why do you think people believe that? Why don't what why don't they see Jakob the mantra guy, Jakob the carpenter or any other way? <laughs> Jakob the carpenter. It's <laughs> 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 basically it's 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 what I try to um, how do you call it? It's my image, you know, that's what I I like making money, I'm good at it and I see opportunities everywhere and and that's what I want to preach. Uh, my my own personal interests they're they're mine. Mm-hmm. you know and and there's a bigger chance that people are willing to listen if i talk about money rather than if i get like uh, philosophical on some some, <laughs> yeah. some topic you know mm-hmm. then then you can have the philosophical uh, conversations with with some students or people for that matter uh one to one the ones that are open to it you know mm-hmm. but the rest of them i mean i i want to motivate them by showing them that this money making thing is possible in every corner of the world and that is possible for everyone you just need to find where exactly you just need to see the opportunity that's that's the main point and, and be able to put shit ton of work into it because yeah. that's something yeah seeing the opportunity is 60% of it but that last yeah, it's, 40% it's, is working your it's ass. The, the same like with the saying that ideas are cheap the execution exactly. is the thing that's the, the the action behind the words you know the, um i consider myself a man of action and uh, people talk about academics this and that and what i'm about to say is very controversial but i think a lot of academics they hide behind their degree they hide mm-hmm. behind their fucking piece of paper and that becomes their identity mm-hmm. i think that's complete bullshit mm-hmm. i believe in people i believe in who you are as a person and if you have a fancy piece of paper well good on you sir I hope your personality matches, mm-hmm. you know, because if it doesn't, fuck your piece of paper. You're mm-hmm. a shitty person. Um, and, and that's why I refer to myself as a business person and not an academic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will do if I decide to take another education, you know. Um, I will never be an academic, the stereotype academic. That's mm-hmm. just not for me. It's not in my path to be so. And then... If you would ever consider hiring someone in your company, right? Yeah. What What would you look then? If, like you said, the paper doesn't matter that much to you, and it's quite hard to get the full image of a person by just having an interview or a talk on Skype or whatever, what would be key things that you are looking into someone when you're hiring them? Well, first of all, I think of these uh, personal hiring conversations, the interviews, I think it's complete bullshit because anyone can can like um show the image of themselves that they want to show you know it will never be the the, the person mm. himself so i believe in screening tests you know or giving giving somebody a task that i would want them to fulfill and then i look at the result and then i actually i would rather go have a beer or um, go go eat some good food you know have some some real casual conversation with this person mm-hmm. instead of the regular shit you know i, I just mm-hmm. don't believe in the original way of doing things i believe they work at some point in in time in yeah, yeah and 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 for some organizations they they still do but i just do my own thing in my own way and i believe in providing a casual environment 
with and, and to someone, mm -hmm. then you get to see who they really are. And how would you put this thing? Um, would you hire because of an attitude or because of a skill or something in between? Both, because I'm, I'm result-oriented. Like I believe the, the businesses, uh, you know, the, the whole sector uh, in, in our branch of business design, multimedia design, IT development, yeah. shit like that. Um, but result-based. But what I really want, you know, there's two types of guys that gets on the treadmill, you mm -hmm. know. They're the ones that stops when they get tired and they're the ones that's going to ride that treadmill until they fucking die. That's mm -hmm. the people I want to work with. Mm -hmm. The ones that are willing to, like, crash and burn hard for something they believe in. How do you see that today's society and industries adapt to these new beliefs? Because in a way, we are not the only ones thinking that this these new ideas. As we look at big companies, Google and Facebook, they kind of dropped that traditional way of uh, interacting with their uh, employees. So how do you think it's adapting and how do you think it will adapt to these new criteria? Well, I, I believe the business is uh, moving into project-oriented um, hiring and, and freelancers. I believe that every single one of us should become our own little company and we should sell our skills to projects instead of um, companies instead of companies hiring you permanently mm -hmm. because the future will be more like this because there will be less jobs uh, jobs will be replaced by ai and uh, robot tech mm -hmm. and it's only a matter of time and it's going to be much faster than expected so people just need to figure out what they do good and work with that so they get a primary income based on that Mm -hmm. And then you can worry about a second income and a passive income. Mm -hmm. And if you're really fucking smart, you make all these incomes and you make them into passive incomes and then you're golden and then you go party in the pools with some ladies or whatever you prefer. I think you, you have some some knowledge and some information that it's really important to be shared. And if people want to listen, they could always come to one of your talks that you give out or like follow you on social media because I think... The, you have the experience, not only the knowledge to talk about these things. But now it's time to move on to our incredible, awesome, off-topic topic session. <laughs> Today's off-topic topic is, what would your superpower be? If you would be able to have a superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. Invisibility and why? Because if I could move around unnoticed, observing everything without the thing or person knowing, uh, knowingly knows, if you can put it like that, that I'm observing them, mm -hmm. that's when you could get the real, the real thing. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's said in science that when you observe something, it changes its behavior because it's being observed. Maybe mm -hmm. not because it knows it's being observed, mm -hmm. but just the mere fact that it's being observed. Observed, mm -hmm. it it has it, something happens. So that that would definitely because I'm I'm a lot more introvert than extrovert, um, and people don't realize that. But it's because I've trained myself like like a dog, you know. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. train it. So I've I've given myself this skill because I had to get this skill mm -hmm. to sell yourself eventually to survive. 
To survive. To survive. To survive. That's, well, that's all it well, comes down to, guys. <laughs> survival. Yeah. Yes, well. It was a thin line to sell, your, sell yourself. I'm not talking about organs or something. <laughs> I was just like selling your skills. Let's put it this way, right? Let's make money. <laughs> Yeah, but to, to pe- for people to know what, what, what I'm about, what I can do, um, you know, talking. Yeah. And just spread the knowledge out there. Let's share what we know. So if I make some mistakes, well, please don't make the same mistakes. Learn from mine. And same goes for everybody else. I might be a teacher, but I'm also a student. Do you honestly think that this is how it works? That you can learn from mistakes of others? Mm. Because me personally, I have to say that not really. Well, my dear mama always told me, Jacob, my boy, you got to learn everything the fucking hard way, you know, and that's how I live my life. I do the fuck ups. I make the fuck ups. I make the mistakes. So I learn. But it's an an interesting question because I'm trying to teach my younger brother Mm. about my mistakes. If it's actually helped him a lot. I know because he always says to me, man, you're like my, my mentor. You're like, yeah, my, you know, yeah. you're like my older Feels brother. <laughs> exactly. You know, but, but it, it, it's, it's not a given, you know, just because you're an older, a lot of people don't yeah. have the same responsibility with their siblings, you know? So uh, a lot of older brothers, older sisters. Or do. you just don't care that much. Exactly. And I care. Yeah. I care. The most important thing in my life is family. Yeah. No, I mean, what I what I was trying to say is like, um, it's it's the same goes. Like people can tell you like a lot of lot of things. They can tell you oh, don't do this because it was my mistake somewhere in the past or whatever. But um, personally, think that until you're not experiencing it yourself or something, you cannot learn from mistakes of others. You 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 need to know how it feels, how how it like the struggles feels and whatever. Even if it's the happiness, hurt. that it doesn't really matter. Mm. It ha- how it hurts you, so you can maybe avoid it again, or maybe you will do it again. You're just a human, but you need to feel it feel it yourself first, and then maybe some change something. But yeah, I don't really think that um, you can learn from mistakes of others. Well. I mean, you can and you can't. It's like, you know, it's double-edged sword. Yeah, you know, so, Some people can, some people can't. If if you can't, just go out there, make some fucking mistakes and learn from it. I, I don't want to put anyone off, but I think to be able to learn from someone else's mistakes, it's a, it's a proof of intelligence. Because theoretically, our brains are made in such a way that they process information, right? They process the information that comes from you and they process information that comes from others. If you're capable enough, you can process information that comes from others and learn from it and, you know, integrate it in your life. But that requires you to be able to have a very imaginative capability to be able to fulfill the blank spots. Because, for example, if I tell you how I, you know, stub my toe... Uh, with a fork once you kind of understand the pain what happened actually and you know you shouldn't do that but there are things before and after and during that you don't know that your brain needs to autocomplete and i think that's a a a challenge for many people and it great it's great because i think that's one of the advantages of actually reading books and watching movies because in that period of time, you actually autocomplete things and you create the feeling inside of you because nobody is like, there's no subtitle behind the scenes where it says you need to be happy now. They made yeah. it till the end. Mm. So it's basically a thing that we develop as humans. And I think it's quite yeah. an interesting topic to dive into sometimes. Exactly. I mean, I, it's like a, you know, similar to having like a common sense that you are building over mm-hmm. time. 
And there's also like the question, what is a common sense? And there's a, sometimes you can say that not many people have a common sense, even if there is something that you think that is common sense, but for them it's not. So it's something that you also build like over time. So as you said, like watching movies or reading a books, it's yeah. something that can really like develop your overall. And also... <laughs> Quote-unquote common sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also a very thin line because, for example, we, we look at people around us and there's a normal way of behaving, right? And that's, those are the parameters that our brain is used to and that's where we, like, you know, put ourselves into. But then there are people who have, like, just a slight mental disease, like autism. Well, severe autism is not just not slight, but whatever. <laughs> And then you see that they are still fully capable humans with a twist in the way they perceive the world. Yeah. And they would never be able to have the common sense. They would never be able to learn from other people's mistakes just because their way of perceiving things is different. So then you ask yourself, what is normal for us? Because I live my life according to what society made as parameters. And then when I think of the future and I imagine my future actions, they are in these in these boundaries. Yeah, in this point on an infinite spectrum of things. And sometimes it's like just stumbles up like why why do we have to like why do women have to cover their nipples and men don't? See, this is a very good point and there's only one thing to say about it and that is fuck rules fuck normal yeah be your be, be your own self be be whoever the fuck you want to because as far as we know unless you're a buddhist and you believe in reincarnation then we are here one time on this planet you know so do do what you want and and don't don't regret just you would you would rather regret something you did than regret something you didn't do you know mm. what i mean i know i mean mm. but why would people regret not coming to our events well that's a good question and i have the perfect answer for it meaning that if, if you don't show up to an event that's tailor-made for uh, students basically mm -hmm. to cover the needs they need um the, the needs of their knowledge regarding um they need to come to this event to to really understand what goes on with i mean everything they're, they're being taught in the, in the education they're in well they need to understand how to apply it in the real world mm -hmm. and and that's what we're aiming to do with with the area 300 project mm -hmm. we're, we're teaching them how to apply their skills so it, it can be a value mm -hmm. on the outside um, away from the protective framework of this education so we're gonna have a series of talks where we invite people and you're gonna speak our first speaker next monday when we got to uh, talk about building stuff and how to create these things it's we had a sh small talk here about what's 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 the life of an entrepreneur and we're going to cover that more on monday but in in a way why why do you see these things being structured as build market sell as the talks are going to basically be? because before you can market something you need to have something unless you're just a fucking genius you know some mm. some people market and sell something before they even built it you know mm. uh, bill gates among others but for us to to really know for the students around here to really know how the process is well then we start with building we build something it can be a product a service it can just be an idea you know and and then you got to realize so now i have this product but if i can only build something mm -hmm. then what's what's the worth of mm -hmm. the, what's the value here and and once you realize that then 
you need somebody to market or sell the thing you've built mm -hmm. and if, if you can't do that self well it's going to be expensive but mm -hmm. if you can do it yourself if you can build something market it and then sell it mm -hmm. via the marketing then you're golden mm -hmm. you know then you can make money out of thin air because what we do on the multimedia design education is that we create shit out of thin air Mm. We yeah, made some. Exactly. We make some kind of bullshit story, some exactly. so, some kind of uh, experience ab about this product, you know, and then we sell it to people who think that they want they want this experience. Mm -hmm. That is what we do, mm -hmm. and you need to realize that we're not selling websites, you know. We're se no. we're selling services. We're selling uh, experience. We're not selling products. In that way, it's basically training you to be that golden boy who can actually make money out of thin air and not be that guy who created a nuclear reactor in his basement and then died of starvation because he <laughs> never had a person to sell it to yeah. exactly but then all these events they end up with a with a bigger one hackathon type of event why do you think it's necessary to have like a 12-hour marathon of building marketing and selling I mean, in, in my opinion, I would like it to be 24, but we, of course, a 24-hour marathon. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, we've considered that, and then when we estimated that the 12 hours would, would give some more, uh, a more realistic view of how it would work in a process mm -hmm. like this. So, I mean, I want the students to experience the fucking pressure. You know, the pressure of having to deliver something to someone who's expecting a result. Mm. You know, I want them to understand that the business is result oriented, meaning if you do not deliver, you do not get another task, you don't get another job. Mm. So, and, and I want them to understand how hard this can be. And then I want them to experience how easy it can be too. Mm. Because what, what do you mean by that? I mean, with experience, mm -hmm comes skills you know and when you have skills then you can time manage the time mm -hmm. you need to spend to build stuff mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah and the more experience you have then you can create the same things but you can do it in a shorter amount of time mm -hmm. when you are at that level mm -hmm. then you can start printing money yeah <laughs> and, 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 and 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 the fact that you can build something one time and you can sell it a hundred times Mm. that's where you want to be mm. because that's when we're going to start talking on passive incomes you know and mm. if, if you're if the money comes flowing in and you don't have to worry about it then you can actually do what you're supposed to do with your mm. life fucking enjoying it so in the end this whole concept is basically taking them to from the place they are now where students are are capable of creating things but they don't know exactly how to so then they build they market, they sell, they know all of these things and they apply it into a 12-hour marathon where they are put under pressure, a real-world pressure. So basically, you are trying to simulate a, a company for these people in less than a month, a full-on process of a, how a company is made, right? Basically, yeah. Basically. I want to give them ideas and I want them to develop some sort of concept within this framework of ideas mm -hmm. and then i want them to build something i want them to have a plan on how to market this mm -hmm. and then i want them to sell it i want mm -hmm. them to actually sell it you know and that, that that could be many things but we're gonna the the point we'll be making here is that they have to pitch or present 
this concept to a panel of mm. people. Yeah. And Board when you when you have this experience, when then they had the real experience of building something, marketing it, and selling it. And I think here, if I can jump in with one of my personal opinions, is that I think it's very, very important for people to get to present their stuff because I've seen a lot of great people and also and, know how to present it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the most important that, thing. That that know how to create stuff. They know how to market it. They can make awesome Facebook campaigns for it. But when it comes to speaking in front of people and presenting their idea, they are shit at it. And personally, I think a good network can beat the skills when skills are not shown. Yep. So I think that's a really important thing. Also, what I would might add is that this is a great opportunity for these these students to network because it would be in close collaboration with some companies from Copenhagen and a lot of people that have the network already built. And by creating this, you get access to that network that allowed you to be a good freelancer without actually having to go out and beg for money. You know, so I think that's exactly. a, a second thing that it's good at this at these kind of events and everything is based around real life experiences. There's no bullshit anymore, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's what we need more of, you know. I mean, we need to stop with these fucking scenarios all the time, and then we gotta like experience the real world. We gotta talk with the people in the real world. That's a totally like abused word, the real world, mm. because everything is the real world. But again, you have you have some safety when you're getting taught and, and you're on an education. Mm -hmm. But if you're only good at what you do while you're educating yourself, mm -hmm. then you're not good at what you do. It's just that simple. If you don't get a job after the education, it's because you do not know how to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. Or you're just not good enough to mm -hmm. be in this market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you need to find another direction. It's tough love, but that's how it is, you know? There's winners and there's losers. And number two, second in a row, is just the first loser. There's yeah. there can only be one, you know? That's it's tough to say, but yeah. That's you how need, it is. You need to keep it real. You need to keep it real. Because exactly. at one point life will hit you and it hit you hard. Slap the shit out of you. It will. There's gonna be ups and downs and, and again this cliche saying it's not it's not what happens, it's not what what hits you it's it's about how you how you get up again you know it's, it's cliche it's how to react to it exactly how, how how are you going to move on from from the point that you are right now you know I, i use stepping stones i call it so every year on my birthday i'm like okay how far did i get this year mm -hmm. okay, where do i need to be next year on my birthday i always take a minimum of one hour on my the day itself mm -hmm. To, to contemplate and be alone and, and worry, not worry, think about where I need to be and what I need to do the, the, the next year. It's interesting because if I remember correctly, Glenn said something about the same thing, but he put it a bit, a bit of a different way. He said that he get he, he has that one day of the year where he gathers with some you know friends and they all discuss yeah. about it. And they're like, okay, where were we last year? Where are we this year? And where will we be next year? And if nothing changed since last year and nothing will change in the next year, then I think something needs to be changed. Something needs to be and mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a thing that I don't think I consciously did. Obviously, unconsciously, I do it every single day. But it's a thing that I, I think it's, it's one of those tips that people should actually do, should actually you know sit down with Self, themselves. Yeah, self-evaluation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
more more often than yeah I, I can, you can really see that that people are not like having the the self uh, reflection like uh, they are not reflecting that much and uh because they are just burying in their like everyday life they are trying to find an excuse why i'm not able routine. to make it routine whatever know? yeah make it out make it as a routine make it as some sort of of your meditation so okay i'm not now i'm gonna reflect because then if people cannot really or if they are not reflecting on their past actions they cannot really improve and that's the thing that people really just don't realize what are they doing yeah. and it's quite They're, hard at the same it time is. Because it, it affects your daily life, not only because you're like a, a headless chicken walking through life, but you're a headless, insecure chicken walking through life. Because be you don't sit down, you will never be able to look at yourself and find the qualities that you have. So you will probably, and most of us, think that we are like, you know, have a lot of flaws and we are shit. And then you don't have the confidence where you can have confidence, obviously not mm -hmm. being a douche. So I think that's also another point that we should add. If if you feel insecure about yourself, I think it's mainly because you don't know yourself good enough. Because there is no such thing as a bad person or an able person. Mm. You just need to discover it and work on it more. Yeah. It's just your actions which makes you not necessarily a bad person, but it's just about your actions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a good person. It's not a bad person based on one bad action, you know? And then the same goes for, for a bad person. You can be a good person doing bad shit and the other way around. The, the main thing to take from this, I think, is that if, if something isn't working, change it, you know? Yeah. Replace it with something that actually does work. Um, don't, Your microwave. Don't keep... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the the cancer machine of all cancer machines mm -mm -mm. um but i mean you you, you just got to do your own thing and if, if life is working against you then i'll bet you three beers that it's because you're doing something wrong i mean sign up on our facebook page if you want to participate in the bet and uh, jacob will give you the three beers <laughs> definitely definitely it's all about it's all about where where you want to get to you know what where, where do you want to get to in life what do you want and what's what okay now what's your next plan what's your future one year thing the ones you can share with us so where where are you hitting next all right so i've got a a few, a few job opportunities product development and uh, some consultant based work um, I'm gonna close my uh, my first company, my first startup, and I'm gonna create a new concept. Um, can't share that with you because every time you share something before it's made, yeah. there's a chance it's gonna fuck up. Jinx it. Exactly. I'm not jinxing this. But first of all, uh, I'm gonna take a holiday because it's been like five years since I had a proper holiday. Mm -mm -mm. Where are you going? Asia. Asia. Yeah. Far, far away. Gonna look at the tech gonna eat some good food just enjoy lose track of time you mm -hmm. know make some good video be bringing the drone to capture all that shit we all want to have but nobody has the time to to film it yeah i'm gonna make time to do so and just to get this break from life you know from from the structured uh, i need to mm. do this shit to get where i need to be i need that you know it's like batteries i need to uh to reload you know mm -hmm. and uh, after that i'll be coming back and i'm gonna do my thing again mm. um, hopefully still here around yeah. some parts uh, 
I hope I can be um, in, 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 as a teacher or as something else, you know. That would be just great. But I, we really appreciate the time you took to yeah. sit down with us and approach some of these topics that some of them were very personal and philosophical, some and were like very other, business. Con controversial. Yeah, controversial and <laughs> business and money and all these things. And uh, I, we really appreciate the time. And we thank you very much. Thank Jacob. you. Thank, thank you, Jacob. you. Thank you for having me. Some closing remarks. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, Glenn of the, the podcast. Ah. <laughs> Um, I, I just want everybody who's listening to this to like consider where they want to be in life and what they, they're going to do to get there. I want you to look at trends. I want you to really think about the future and, and, and pick a direction that's not going to be replaced by artificial intelligence or robotics in the next five to ten years. And uh, look at cryptocurrency because it's not the next economy it is the evolution of our current economy and uh, if i'm not right about that look me up in 10 years beers and food is on me mm. hot damn <laughs> hot damn what is your number <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much Jacob. Thank see you, Jacob. you soon thank and you. Uh, we'll have the social media links in the description down below so you can follow him and catch him up in 10 years for those beers and food. Yeah. No, you're not because I'm going to be right. I... Hey. Cool. But you're still welcome to join. I always have beers and good food around. <laughs>